right now. All right. Uh, good night, or good night. Jeez. Uh, good Cut. evening. <laughs> good evening, everyone. This is Rich Duncan, and tonight I'm joined with my co-host uh, Shane Douglas Keen. Laurel couldn't join us tonight. Um, if you listen to our Alan Baxter episode, you'll know why. Um, we kind of wanted to give you guys another another episode because everybody's quarantined to their house and you know tv shows aren't running as normal a lot of stuff isn't running as normal so we thought it'd be a cool idea to give you guys another short little episode um for those of the three people that listen to us and our funny thing um although i gotta say we we gotta stop using that joke now because uh we were fortunate enough and a big shout out to them if they're listening but we were included on an article for best horror podcast by book riot which honestly kind of blows my mind that we were even on there because there's a lot of great podcasts on there like books in the freezer ladies of the fright yeah a ton of other ones, and then you got us three schmucks. Right, and it's like, and how the fuck do we even get on their radar? You know? Yeah, when Michael Patrick Hicks shared that, I was like, my mind was blown. Like, yeah, me too. You know, we joke about it. Like, I think we do a pretty good job and are pretty entertaining. But you know, that aside. It still blows my mind that you know we were listed on there with some really really great podcasts yeah because i had figured if they ever looked us up it would be to find us so they could block us you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah right i was like wow book riot i'm like that's a huge platform like how how did this little shit show even register on their radar <laughs> But hey, I'll take it, and a a huge thank you to them. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, we're honored. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, to um, you know, this this one we're kind of just free forming. Uh, we decided to do this after we spoke with Alan Baxter. Um, and as usual, no set um, you know, plans or talking points. But one thing that I thought would be cool, and we've done this before, and it might be a little bit boring, but I figured with everybody out there stuck at home, we could just give you guys, you know, some cool stuff that we've been checking out books, um, movies, Shane and I watch way too many movies every weekend. Um, it's kind of embarrassing, but uh, we'll give you our best uh, recommendations that we had, stuff we dug that maybe you haven't seen yet. Um, yeah, yeah, but let, I wanted to do something real super quick. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to put in a word and say um, things are shit right now. All of us have it bad. Um, a lot of us are getting angry at a lot of other people and lashing out. And really what we really need to be doing right now is being kind to each other, you know, giving a hand from afar um, and, you know, and just being smart. Don't don't be fucking stupid about this stuff and be cool with people and we'll all get through this somehow. So that was all. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree with you. And, um, you know, as far as, you know, our book community, horror, you know, all kinds of other genres, you know, I think it's been really cool seeing everybody kind of come together and 
you know, authors, you know, making books available for people or, you know, even those that can't, um, you know, people or readers are going out and supporting them, buying their books. And it's been really cool to see. Yeah. And it was even kind of cool. I went down to the weed shop today <laughs> and they sold me, they sold me two for the price of one because I, I said he started trying to sell me expensive stuff. And I said, no, nah, man, I got like 15 bucks. And he says, oh, well here, two for the price of one. So I walked away with six dubs. <laughs> which that's that's pretty cool and uh you know i hope that uh caitlin starling will listen to this episode because we had that huge conversation about bug tenders and stuff like that and uh <laughs> i'm sure she'll get a kick out of it oh yeah oh yeah and if she's wondering what what store it was it was alternative remedies on flavel off of 82nd there i outed them <laughs> They probably won't do that for everybody, though, so don't quote me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They they recognize Shane's sexy voice from this show, and they figured they'd throw a discount. (laughs) They recognize my ugly mug because of the other day. (laughs) You know what? It's funny that we mentioned that because after we had that thing with – Caitlin and she had mentioned that one store. I think it was Electric Lettuce. I think that's a store, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and uh, she had shared like a cover and she put like an alternate title and I was like, oh, you should have just called it Electric Lettuce. And I was like, I'll show myself out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, that's cool. It's been cool seeing everybody kind of come together and stuff and you know i thought about and maybe i still will throw it up on twitter i felt kind of weird doing it at first but uh for people who are listening um as you may know we launched our own uh little fiction section on the website where we have uh, original short stories they've always been free so if you haven't checked them out yet you should head over to inkheist.com if you click on the little header up there fiction um there's five original fiction stories from a lot of our favorite authors um got love tap by john fd taff the backwards man by j daniel dorn um cynthia palaios the red dress which is kind of an homage to uh, richard matheson's story uh, Keith Rawson, The Souls Climb the Room. I hope I pronounced his name right. And then um, our most recent one is Philip Fricasse's Home Again. I like to I like to pronounce uh, Keith's last name as if he, as if he's French, like Keith Rawson. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it may be I, and I I, I should have asked, but I wasn't like I said I wasn't really planning on doing this. I was going to do something on Twitter, but yeah. Um, if anybody hasn't read those stories, um, we think they're all pretty fantastic, and you can check those out on our site under the fiction header. And if you're new to the show, you can also you know visit our various uh podcast sites that were on like google play and stuff and we've got i god i don't even know how many episodes now because the numbers were all fucked up from season one where we'd do like part one part two yeah yeah <laughs> I, lots of episodes i think it's like 35 or something like that we're still 
We're still green, but we're not as green as we were when we started by any means. <laughs> yeah, um, and it, do- it doesn't help. We're still like- just as fucking stupid, but we're <laughs> nowhere near as inexperienced. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, you know, it was a cool idea, but, like, the other thing that throws me off is the, like, quote-unquote season. So I think, like, last one, uh, season one, if you will, was, like, up to 25, but we had a couple, like, you know, episode 12.1.2 type of deals in there. So, but yeah, lots of episodes, like Shane said, probably close to 35, if not more. Um, if you want to go back and check some of those out, we have some really cool conversations. Um, you know, we have conversations with Josh Mallerman, um, Sean Hamill, who put out a great book, uh, Cosmology of Monsters, uh, Samantha Koyesnik, um, uh, v Castro, um, tons, tons of great authors. They're all, yeah. they've all been a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I just had to look because I'm that kind of person and I won't fight <laughs> down. And we're, we're actually sitting by my visual count at 44. Oh, geez. Yeah. Man, we, we, we really got to like sit down one day when we're not like, you know, drinking and smoking or whatever and <laughs> figure it out. Because we got to celebrate like the fiftieth and the hundredth. So Those we're doing. The- so we're doing this after we're dead. <laughs> pretty, pretty much, it seems like. <laughs> when we're not stoned, what? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. Again, thanks to everybody who listens, and uh, yeah, Shane and I are probably just gonna, like I said, throw out a couple recommendations bullshit around like we've been doing since we started rolling and uh hopefully you guys have fun hopefully you find out some uh cool stuff and um i guess you know i'll go ahead since i'm technically quote unquote hosting this episode and maybe it'll give shane a chance to grab some stuff but i'll kick things off um i watched a movie last night on netflix it had a lot of buzz. I think I saw it on Bloody Disgusting, and uh, then I just kind of – I'd forgotten about it and then saw the synopsis on the coming soon list on Netflix. But I watched the movie last night, The Platform, and uh, it's a Spanish horror movie. I think the Spanish title is El Hoyo. Um, it's a brilliant, brilliant movie. I, I really – I was surprised. Like, the synopsis – intrigued me right from the beginning um it's basically set in a large tower style prison um but i guess prison's not this isn't really a spoiler um it's kind of the wrong word because some people voluntarily put themselves inside this building and basically it starts at level zero where they load up this table with a ton of food you know gourmet type stuff and then it'll slowly descend level by level you know so people who are at the higher end of the spectrum they get first dibs they'll eat and then a couple minutes it'll descend to the next level those people eat whatever's left and so on and so forth and you know throughout the movie you're not really sure how many levels there are there's a lot and uh, when it kicks off, the guy's kind of like in a middle level. So it's kind of gross because by the time the table gets there, it's, you know, just a ton of, you know, 
leftovers like nothing's been untouched and he's kind of like i'm not eating that and the guy he's with he'll start eating it um and then you know kind of you spend a month on each level then they pump a gas in and then you'll wake up on a different level and you'll go higher you'll go lower so on and so forth and it's basically this guy's journey on trying to like buck the system i it sounded intriguing, but, you know, sometimes Netflix originals are hit or miss. Um, this one, it uh, it really took me by surprise. It was an excellent, excellent film. Um, probably, as of right now, my favorite movie of the year. Um, it's got a great message and kind of, you know, how people react when they find themselves in these kind of situations, you know. There are people that don't care about the other people in the building. They're like, I'm on this level. I'm going to eat this much and so on and so forth. And this guy kind of takes it upon himself and he has some help along the way on trying to buck that trend. So if you guys were on the fence about checking it out or weren't even aware of it, I highly recommend checking out the uh, platform on Netflix free to stream. And it's only about an hour and a half. So not terribly long. Um, yeah, I still need to see that one. I ended up watching um, um, the original The Hills Have Eyes last night, um, and it still holds up, in my opinion, really nicely. But uh, as far as some of my recent favorite things... Um, the Necronomy.com recently was talking about one of uh, my favorite new discoveries of films, um, the Diablo Cody pinned um, Jennifer's Body. Uh, that's directed, I think, by Karen Kusama, who is brilliant. Um, and the film is brilliant and timely now, even though it's about 10 years old now. Um and the reason that podcast one of my favorite things is because the guy they're talking to is me, and I do love to hear me talk. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> go listen to that if you haven't. Uh, listen to Laurel Hightower's episode if you haven't. Um, she talks about an uh, Irish horror film called um, The Eclipse, right, Rich? Yeah, yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, um, those guys are cool. They're good people. They have a good show, and it's a lot of fun. Just remember going in, if you haven't seen the movie they're talking about, it's going to piss you off because they spoil the hell out of them. It's, <laughs> it's how they roll. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't listened to Laurel's episode yet because I'm trying to track down that uh, movie because I'm oh. I rent movies, but as of this point in time, I'm kind of a cheap bastard and have just been watching stuff that are part of subscriptions I've had. Yeah, I'm watching for it, too, before I listen to it. Um, and then, um, oh, here's a double recommendation because Rich is going to endorse me on this. Um, <laughs> Jen and Sylvia Soska put a film out, I think, about 10 years ago called... American Mary um, and that show I, I, I didn't I don't know what I expected from it I don't think I really had expectations going in but it 
blew my mind. It was an incredible movie. Um, the acting was great. The lighting, the the film work, um, the direction, name it. It just a perfect horror film in my opinion. And if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah, I I do endorse that. Um, and in case you guys want to check it out, I believe it's still available on an app called Tubi, which is a free app. Uh, there's some commercials, but they're very unobtrusive, and they're only like they're not frequent. Um, but like Shane said, I I had always been curious about that movie, but I missed it when it was on Netflix years ago. And then when I finally sat down and watched it, I think like my exact words to Shane were like, I should kick my own ass for not watching this movie sooner. <laughs> Which is exactly how I felt about it, too. And um, and I have a high level of investment in watching uh, their um newest movie rabid which is a remake but um one that i'm super 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 interested in seeing um and if you go start a seven seven day free trial of now tv's sky cinema pass it is on there and you can watch (laughs) it for free and then cancel that sucker um See, that's a life hack brought to you by heist Um, but, so but yeah. yeah, sorry, sorry now TV, but you're welcome, Jen and Sophia, <laughs> and anybody else who watches their stuff. So anyway, sorry, Rich, go. No, you're good. I was just gonna say, yeah, people definitely need to check that uh, movie out. Um, another one I have, um, because I, I have a couple movies I'll talk about and a couple books, but um, the f- next movie I want to talk about, I had. I'm kind of a weirdo in that, like, I'm always looking for horror movies. I watch so many. A lot of the big name ones, seen them. So I went through a lot of the old, bloody, disgusting, like, year-end lists. Um, And I looked up, you know, best foreign horror movies. Because a lot of times you don't hear about those in, like, mainstream movie coverage. You really have to seek these things out. So I made like a master list that I shared with Shane and uh, Laurel about some of the movies that sounded interesting. And one of the ones I watched and was really surprised by super low budget. I believe it's a I believe it's a Mexican film, but I'm not entirely sure um, is a movie called The Darkness on Amazon. Um, you want to look for, I think it's a thumbnail of people in gas masks, but, uh, you can also search, uh, Las Tenebras, I think is how you pronounced it. That's the Spanish title. Um, go ahead. It is the darkness. Yeah. But I know there's like a really shitty American version. Yeah. yeah, Not version, but movie called the darkness, but Yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting movie, kind of like a post-apocalyptic world where I believe it's where like the Earth stopped rotating, either just stopped rotating or stopped rotating around the sun. And it's like a family. Um, it's two brothers, an older brother. Uh, the middle child is also a boy and then a young girl. And their dad like keeps them in this house. 
and he doesn't let the younger kids out only the older one and they go out to hunt and they wear like these full-blown gas masks um and then one day the father comes back without the older brother it creates some tension in the house and you're not quite sure you know what's out there and like what happened to the brother but it's it's kind of a slower movie it kind of reminds me of the movie it only comes at night which i am maybe in the minority in that i dug that movie but that's because i didn't i didn't go into it kind of expecting you know like a jump scare creature feature like i kind of just went in not really expecting anything just an interesting story and that's what i got um i feel like this is a better version of that um it's heavily atmospheric a little bit of a slow burn but i feel like they generate more of more tension in that film um i don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it but you know there's kind of like hints that maybe there's creatures out there um, but yeah, even though it's a bit of a slow burn and relies on atmospheric it's and low budget, it's very, very well shot. And, you know, some of the scenes, like when they're out there with the gas masks, it just, it really worked for me. It's a cool storyline. The ending's kind of ambiguous without spoiling it, but I highly re- recommend checking out, especially for free. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, that's another one that uh, I've had on my list for a while, but haven't touched. I still haven't even gotten to It Only Comes at Night, which I want to. Um, yeah, that's a highly, highly divisive movie. Yeah, yeah. I can't say whether what I'm about to say will be true as of the time this airs or not, but um, another cool thing is... Um, some authors and publishers and editors are doing some really cool shit right now, you know. So if you're shut in and you have nothing to do and you don't have the scratch uh, to put out, um, right now uh, Michael Bailey's giving all the Chiral Mad Four Kindle editions or Ch- Chiral Mad anthologies. He's giving away the Kindle editions of those. Um, Paul Michael Anderson, I believe, is giving away his his collection, um, which I always get the name wrong, but I believe its bones are made to be broken. Um, and I, there's a whole bunch of them. Tim Levin has like four books that he's giving away, you know. And I mean, if you need something to do, just go take advantage of that and kick back in a corner and read a book. Yeah, yeah, well said. <clears throat> And uh, before I before I jump in, was that like your uh, kind of recommendation, or do you have uh, another one, or do you want me to just jump in there? Which what was what my recommendation? Just kind of like uh, mentioning, you know, the cool stuff uh, people are doing, like with the Chiro Mad anthology. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah, because I'm gonna segue into uh, talking about some books here in a minute, just briefly, so. Okay, um, so yeah, my last movie that I'll uh, put on there, and I know it's one Shane liked, and I wanted to see it so bad, but it was never 
because I think you saw it somewhere else. It was never really streaming free, I don't think, or else I would have watched it sooner. But um, another movie on that app, Tubi, is uh, Hesher, which has uh, Rain Wilson, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Natalie Portman. Yeah, it's not horror. I'll just put that right out there right off the bat. It's kind of like a... It's kind of like a drama movie, but not what you would think. Like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he plays like this metalhead stoner, complete fuck up named Hesher. And he's totally fucking unhinged. (laughs) Yeah. Um. And he kind of forms this relationship with this like, because he's, you know, kind of like, I would say a high school senior, if not older, like held back, but like he's still in school. Um, he forms a relationship with like this younger kid and yeah, just the, just complete mayhem and craziness ensues. Um, the little, the younger kid, he's kind of dealing with the death of his mother and, you know, the, his home life isn't great. Like, his grandma's trying to keep them together, but the dad's kind of, you know, unresponsive and just not all there. And he has a run-in with a school bully, and he kind of, like, runs away and then busts a window in this house that Hesher's staying in. And then Hesher decides to track him down and move into his house. <laughs> because as you're wont to do. <laughs> yeah. So, so he breaks the window and this is a little bit of a spoiler, but wakes up uh, the next morning to uh, raucous music and um, Hesher uh, squatting in their garage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and- I, I can't say enough great things about this yeah. movie. Yeah, and um, I one last thing, and I won't spoil anything else. This is small because it's in the preview anyway. Um, uh, Hesher likes fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, he does. Some of the stuff that happens in there, I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Right. <laughs> Which, too, again, shout out to Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That guy doesn't get enough credit. Nah, he doesn't. And I think that that's my favorite role that I've seen him in so far. Yeah, he, by far. So, so, so in character in that. Yeah. Uh, so, and then I'm going to do this and uh, let you take a shot at this, too. But... um. And then I'm going to have to bail so I can go make some dinner in my household. Um, yeah. But uh, super exciting stuff coming down the pike. Books coming out. Yeah. So I'm going to name a few that I'm ultra, ultra excited about. Um, not hard for me to remember the titles or the authors because they're sitting right here on my desk guilting me out. Um, one is uh, David Joy's. When These Mountains Burn, which is coming out in August. Um, David Joy is fucking brilliant, and that's no hype, just the truth. And talking fucking brilliant. Um, Josh Mailerman's follow-up to Bird Box. Mallory is coming out. Um, when the fuck is that coming out? I don't remember, but it's coming out. I think um, it's July. Yeah, I think so. Um, and Andrew Piper's The Resident 
Residence is coming out soon, too. Uh, I think that one is September. Not soon enough. Um, and, I mean, there's a whole slew of books coming out. There's, a you know, new new guys in my uh, bailiwick, like, uh, and I'm going to massacre this name. I apologize, David, but it's uh, Winter Counts by David Heska Wombly Wyden, I believe. Um Feel free to eviscerate me when you come on the show, David. Uh, we're looking forward to that. And um, I guess I'll leave some books for Rich, so I'll shut up now. But do do put those on your radar because they're just all those guys I just mentioned. They're guaranteed to be fucking brilliant. And oh, and Caitlin Starling, don't forget that. Watch that name. Something's going to happen. You're going to want it. Okay, go Rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut. I'll echo the same ones uh, Shane has said, um, and two, um, not necessarily new ones, but to leave you guys with a couple other things that I've been reading. Um, I just, well, I just started reading a novelization of The Wicker Man, and I um, was, it was written by the director and the writer of the original film, which was based off of a novel by David Pinner, but I digress. Um, they wrote the novelization for the film, and according to some stuff I looked up, apparently it expands on the story of the movie. So it's not, you know, just a rehash of the same old plot. It looks like they kind of go into a little bit more depth. Um, so I'm pretty excited to read that. And then the most recent book that I finished was, uh, and Shane can correct me on the name maybe, uh, John Bassoff's The Lantern Man. Um, which I think just came out this week, right? Um, yes, it did. Yes, it did. It is out. It is available. Um, yeah, through Down and Out Books, right? Yeah, through which Down and Out Books, you guys, if you ever need some great crime or, you know, just off-the-wall brutal stuff, uh, go looking because they, they, they've got you covered, and they're, they're a good publisher. They publish good stuff. Yeah, and uh, that book that book completely owned me. Uh, I couldn't stop thinking about it and reading it. It's kind of a blend of crime, you know, noir mixed with some like supernatural stuff and unreliable narrator. Um, super interesting mystery. And then he does some cool stuff with the narrative. I like to kind of describe it, even though it's not the same in terms of like a plot. Um, as like a more accessible version of House of Leaves in that he includes, you know, like newspaper clippings, photographs, sketch drawings. And then you have these journals called The Lantern Man, written by the uh, main character, um, Lizzie Griner, called, and it's like a, her own journal called The Lantern Man. And then at the bottom, every so often, you'll have kind of like footnotes written by the detective Buchanan who kind of reopened these cases and you know there's so many twists and turns you never really are sure kind of what's real and what isn't and I I was just hooked great great novel um it was my first book uh Shane had long told me about how great uh, Bassoff's books were. This was the first one I've read. I'm definitely going to go back and read the others because that one was fantastic. Yeah. Um, 
I, I want to read that one too. I, I mean, I am reading it, but I want to get back to it now and finish it because it's it's a killer book. His oh it's, yeah, it's different. I mean, for those of you who are familiar with Bassoff, you already know that anytime you open up one of his books, you're going to get something different than the last every outing that he's made. Um, and this is no exception. It's probably. It's the most unique of Bassoff's books as far as being compared to his other books, um, as far as how different it is for him. But it's it's a good kind of different. It's a, it's absolutely wonderful so far. So I concur with Rich on that. Um, yeah. So I'll wrap up with this and let you say anything you want to finish up with. But um, I forgot to mention two books. Uh, Velocities, Kathy Koja's new collection from Meerkat Press is coming soon. I suck at dates, so I won't say it because it's not on the spine. Um, And Laird Barron's Worst Angels, the third Isaiah Coleridge novel, is coming soon. Um, I think that one is in May, toward the end. Um, And... One of the great things about all those books I mentioned is that every single one of those authors is going to be here in the near future, except for David Joy, who we haven't committed yet. But we're looking at you, Mr. Joy. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, just kind of to wrap up uh, for myself, um, I've got a couple things I haven't read yet, but I want to read. Um, Is uh, Al Makatsu's The Deep. Um, and we have her coming on the show. I was a huge fan of her book, The Hunger. Um, I'm still deciding if I'm going to get like an ebook or a hardback because I have a hardback of The Hunger and I'm a huge sucker for historical horror. But I don't know if I can wait for the uh, book to come because with everything that's going on, it's a little bit dicey right now. But that's one I'm really excited to get to read. Um, I have the upcoming uh, Glenn Rolfe book coming that well I have that I'm gonna read and uh, yeah that I have a I have a ton of books um, you know vintage horror that hopefully I'll get to read kind of sprinkled in between there but yeah uh, just and, lots of great books coming out it seems like every show we say this but there's so many great books in independent horror that honestly. We could probably record for five hours straight listing off the titles we're excited about. Um, Yeah. um, And my wife is about to take my dogs out the door and they're going to bark their asses off. So we will hear some fun. Hunter will wonder if you're wrestling with dogs here soon. Those authors that Rich just mentioned are also going to be on the show in the upcoming months. Um, Alma and... um, Spit it out, Rich. Glenn Rolfe. Glenn Rolfe, yeah, thanks. Uh, My brain sucks tonight. I had to take that damn anxiety pill before we started, so I keep losing track. I mean, and nobody's used to me doing that, so I hate to be (laughs) doing it now. But, uh, yeah, that's it. Um... Alma, if you listen to this, I still want some of those cookies. Um, 
<laughs> We've heard about these cookies for weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> Shane is really, which granted they are some beautiful looking cookies, but yeah, Shane is, Shane has his heart set on some of those. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's it for me. Um, you guys stay safe, be kind, um, help when you can, but, remember that social distance thing um or you know in my case anti-social distance which i've been exercising for decades uh that's it for me yeah and uh the last thing for me just to echo what shane said stay safe out there i'm one of those people without you know saying what i do for a living that has to go to work every day regardless of what happens um, so, yeah, just stay safe out there. Be courteous. And if you guys have any cool horror movie recommendations, book recommendations, preferably lesser known stuff as far as movies go, because like I said, Shane and I watch an embarrassing amount of movies. Hit us up on uh, either our personal Twitters, which mine is at horror bookshelf uh, or at Ankheist for you know the website and Shane will hit you with his because I believe it's Shane D. Keen, but I am not a hundred percent sure. Uh yes it is. Um and also one last thing and I really am done this time and that is uh all capital letters shut in gets you thirty free days on shutter right now, so you know. Go watch some fucking horror movies and enjoy the time as best you can. Peace. Bye, everyone. Where the fuck is the stop recording button, Rick?